This is episode 658 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Wednesday, July 24th, 2019. I'm your host, Mark Kuznez, and if you're watching the video version of this here show, you'll see that I'm wearing a beanie, and I'm wearing a beanie because I cut my hair, and I cut it pretty short. I don't like it. I didn't like it when it was long. It was getting in the way and being problematic, and I didn't know what to do with it. So we cut it short, and I don't like the way it looks now. And so I'm wearing this beanie. When I go out in public, I'll probably just go without the beanie because I don't care how those people judge me. But the internet, I do care. And I hate the way I look in general. And I hate this haircut. And yeah, this this beanie is going to be a staple of the podcast for at least a little while. Anywho, this is going to be a short episode for real because I don't have much to talk about. I finished Resident Evil 2, amazing game. I opted to start it again. I bought the all unlock DLC for five bucks. And some of you are are probably thinking, well, why would you do that? You can just play through the game and unlock that stuff in the game. You don't need to pay for it. Eh, One, I got the game on sale. Two, it's only five bucks. Three, no way in hell am I going to be unlocking any of this shit in game. There might be a few of them that I can unlock in-game, but stuff like the infinite ammo minigun and the the rocket launcher, one of which or both of which require you to beat the game on hardcore difficulty in under two and a half or two hours, depending on whether it's a second run or a first run. You think I can do that? You're out of your fucking mind. No way in hell is that ever happening. But I would like to play through the game and not have to worry about my ammo or any of that jazz and just destroy zombies i want to be able to go through the game and when i see zombies just be like hey i got a present for you and a big fucking gun so i'm making my way through the game now as claire i just ran into mr x and before i quit i just put a bunch of bullets into him and knocked his head off got an achievement good times so i'm gonna finish that playthrough, I'm, I'm speeding through it, so it should finish quicker than the first playthrough, which took me about six hours. I don't believe that time includes the cutscene, so probably tack on maybe an hour to, to include those. So six, seven hours to, to play through it the first time. And yeah, fantastic game. You'll hear plenty more of it in a few months when that episode of Attack the Backlog goes live. I did finish the episode for Life is Strange Before the Storm. So I finished the audio a while ago, but I put together the video. I uploaded and everything, but then there was a copyright claim on it for a song I had at the end because I let it build up and finish out the video. And I thought, who cares? I'm not about trying to make money off the videos, but at the same time, My videos, for the most part, there are a few, I think like a Sonic one and some other ones that do have some copyright claims, usually because of the music. Uh, I don't put ads on my stuff. I don't want someone else putting ads on my shit. I just want it to be there to be watched and not have anything intrusive there. So I deleted that and I'm going to re-upload it. And I think the new final product is much better because... I highlighted something that I just thought was funny in the game that maybe no one else would be like, oh, 
That's that's just normal. I don't know why it's so funny, but I thought it was funny. And you'll find out all about that in a few months when that episode goes live. Because these episodes of Attack the Backlog are, they are just, they're way in advance. <laughs> which is nice. Which is part of why I'm like, okay, I, I can play through Resident Evil 2 again. And enjoy some nice stress relieving of playing through it again. And just destroying zombies all over the place. And I, it's good too because they are somewhat different up to the point where you get underground the underneath the police station things change up a bit in terms of who you run into whether or not you're playing as Claire or Leon and I messed around with the original polygonal type looks for the the characters the costumes that's weird looking but in addition to Resident Evil 2 I played a bit of the sinking city and this is a Lovecraft inspired game, I guess. Uh, it's got all those kind of Cthulhu things going on and whatnot. I've, I've never read Lovecraft ever. I don't have any affinity towards Lovecraft. So all the Lovecraftian type of games, stories, whatever, I, I could be into them, but I don't have that history with his work and his worlds to have that really like work for me uh, or, or make up for other shortcomings, which may be a hint as to how I feel about the Secret City. So played maybe an hour and a half or so of it. And it's, it's just, it's a very slow burn, rather tedious. The investigating involves just going around an area, interacting with everything you can using your, detective vision to find other worldly clues and if you interact with so and so many objects or something then a rift could open up in the world that you can go through and then you can see the way things played out in the past so you can see sort of uh, 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 an illustration a visual illustration of how things played out which is kind of neat but I didn't I didn't feel like a detective doing any investigating and even when putting the clues together, all you really have to do when you have clues and you want to put, you want to pair two together to get like a, a real clue or a more substantial clue, you can just brute force that system and just click one and then click every other one until it becomes a match. Because you can't accidentally match one clue and another clue that don't actually match. You can't do that. It won't let you. So you just brute force it and get everything together uh I, I killed one monster i forget what it's called a gizlin or something uh, and that encounter wasn't all that scary at first it was just a little alarming because i i didn't run into an enemy up until that point it looked sort of like a head crab from uh, half-life 2 and it crawled around i went through this door it got stuck behind the door and then i beat it to death with some i don't know what i have like some stick on me or something that i beat it to death with i don't know where that stick came from because i also have on my on my person i have a, a tommy gun a pistol and some melee thing 
in this world, booze is a currency, I guess. I don't know if you can actually use it as a currency, but you can use bullets as a currency. So bullets are a commodity in this world. It's like Oswald, Massachusetts. Um, but yeah, the, the writing wasn't so great. There, there were a lot of weird moments where a character would say this and then you would respond as whatever your character's name is saying, oh, yeah, I want to help. And, and then the, the person would start quite like they seemed very contradictory times uh, in terms of how they would act. Uh, and it was weird. Yeah, it looks all right. Load times aren't great. The, the initial load time to get into the game had to have been a minute, maybe a little more, maybe a little less. I don't know. It felt like a minute at least. So regardless of how long it actually is, it feels long. It, it is 100% long. I just don't know how long it is. It's not as bad as Sniper Ghost Warrior 3. I believe that was the one that had like five and a half minute load times to, to jump in the game initially. I think after that, it, it was fine. But that being a Crytek game had horrible load times. Other than that, Sinking City, what else was there in there? Um... I don't know, like it just, it wasn't doing much for me. It didn't do anything to engage me or keep me interested in the story, keep me invested, make me want to see what's going forward. A similar-ish game, uh, The Call of Cthulhu, which came out last year, I think, which I played for maybe like three or four hours. I, I was way more interested in that game and the story it was telling and the, the people, the town, the town looks very similar to the sinking city, the initial town. But I, I found the way it was delivering the story and the gameplay way more engaging in Call of Cthulhu, which is a game I've thought about returning to for Attack the Backlog at some point, and maybe that will happen. I, I do not know. Uh, but that that's pretty much all I've been playing. Uh, I've thought about things for future Attack the Backlog episodes. I would like to... At some point, play through Bionic Commando Rearmed and the original Bionic Commando so I can compare and contrast. And both versions I've never finished, so that would be fun. And yeah, I'm trying to think of what to play after Resident Evil 2 because I did say that I wanted to play Prey, but I don't want to play... I, I feel like Prey is going to be another game that, while action-intensive and you have your powers and whatever i i think it's going to be another tense game to some degree and i want something a bit more relaxing and lighthearted uh, after resident evil 2 which scared the shit out of me i want i want something that is just nice i want i want a nice cool glass of lemonade after the spicy mistabola that was Resident Evil 2. But uh, yeah, uh, in terms of what I've been watching, I'm still making my way through One Piece and the, the regular season of anime. And outside of that, nothing really to report there. So I think that will do it because I didn't see any news. Maybe there was news. I don't know. There might be G. There might still be things trickling out over San Diego Comic Con, but. From what I saw in my little look-see, there wasn't much other than, I guess, uh, Super Mario Maker 2 is going to up the level limit to, I think, 64. 
and they said that there will be one more increase of the limit at a later date. Yep, yep, yep. Anywho, that will do it for this here episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Mark Krishnez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, and Attack the Backlog, which are all available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And if you'd like to check out the video version of this year's show or Attack the Backlog, you can go over to youtube.com slash pixelated sausage and watch them both there. If you'd like to check out the art I make, you can go over to pxsart.com. If you see something you like, click the link, and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. As always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoyed this here episode, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Bye.